Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. I'm Joey. And I'm Judy, and we hope you're doing well. We're so glad you're joining us. We also want to tell you that yeah. yesterday on the radio, we aired, you can go back to the podcast, right, to listen yep. to it. Go Google the podcast called Messy Marriages. We were on there with Mark Lucas, yeah. and it was just such a powerful time. We did two two sessions with him, so yeah. you can um, follow follow up on that and give us your feedback but it was a very powerful moment yeah it was it was fun it was fun to work with mark he is amazing it's also on the radio he has two shows that he hosts um every week uh one's messy marriages and the other one is um is about your faith and so it's also on the radio am station 1360 so if you get a chance you can check that out and follow him and his Mm -hmm. facebook page as well yeah, and on the radio is uh, Tuesdays at 5 p.m., yep. or you can do the podcast whenever whenever it's posted on there. Yeah. But we wanted to talk to you about something that was on our heart lately. I just want to encourage you and, and tell you that we're praying for you, but we want to talk to you about reset. Um, we feel like God wants to do a reset for you, resetting your mind, okay. resetting your perspective, your frame of thinking. I feel like for me because i am sensitive um as far as i feel things um in the atmosphere i'm i'm sensing a lot of people battling mm-hmm. with depression and and just different things like that so i just want to tell you uh, fight the depression fight through it i'm not telling you to ignore it i'm not telling you to pretend it's not there but fight through the depression yeah. smile through the pain i know what it's like to have pain in your body and still smile you're not pretending you're not faking it you're faithing it um, to make it so we want to talk to you a little bit about resetting and to start us off one of the things i actually if you follow us on social media mm-hmm. i wrote this on the you're worth it ministries page but i talked about god kind of clearing space and helping you move on to the next and um uh, coming against that cloud of fogginess causing confusion and i really want to share this verse with you and it's in the message translation in romans 8 1 and it says with the arrival of jesus the messiah that fateful dilemma is resolved those who enter into crisis being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying black cloud a new power in is in operation the spirit of life in christ like a strong wind has magnificently cleared the air freeing you from a faded lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death so whatever low line black cloud has been trying to cloud your ears in between your ears which is your mind your brain mm. um, my husband talks about this all the time which you'll you'll hear in a moment from him about you know just the mind and the deceiver trying to come in the middle between communication between so many things that we want to tell you like god is clearing the air he's clear he's hitting reset in your mind so if you felt like man i just can't push past this Mm. do i need medication do i need to go put on this etc yes you can we believe in you yeah i love that yeah you know your your mind is always what can what brings your capacity Mm -hmm. to what you do in your life yeah. Um, doesn't matter what it is. It could be your job. It could be your marriage. It could be you as a parent. It could be in your career. Your mind is what gives you capacity. So capacity is is how much of something that you have a limit to. And so your mind puts the parameters. It puts the, the cap. It puts the lid. It puts the ceiling on what you physically can do. And so a lot of times what we experience as individuals, whether you're a Christian or not, we do have some non-Christians that listen on here. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're a Christian or not, your, your ability to reset your mind 
is completely correlated with how much capacity you carry. I talk to people as a coach all the time, and this happened just a couple days ago. I was talking to somebody about capacity, and I asked them, I said, I want you to start to think about areas that you feel like you're not being fruitful in or areas that in your life that you feel like you're not being productive in. And they thought about it for a second and they came up with like two or three areas. And I said, all right, now I want you to tell me just one thought that comes to your mind about each one of those areas. Immediately, the, the words that came out of their mouth were limiting statements. And, and, I, and, I, and I asked them, I said, now when you said that, did you instantly start to feel that? And they said, yes. So I want to tell you, your mouth will always limit what you can do because your thoughts are just being repeated by your mouth. And so, so we good. have to be able to understand that we will always be capped. So Our good. capacity will always be limited. Our ceiling will always be low if we don't learn how to reset our mind. Because our mind is like a filing cabinet. We tell it what we need to get rid of to create more space. Right. And we tell it um, really what we're, what we're capable of doing. So I want you to right. think about that as we talk today and as we break this down. Right. That's so good. Mm -hmm. You know, the definition here of reset is um, that I, well, what I have on here is, you know, sometimes when our electronics, right, when they're buffering or you mm, see that little thing, yeah. like you're loading a YouTube video, or you're loading something and it's like, oh my gosh, you, it gets to a good part and all of a sudden it goes into buffer. Mm. And like maybe you, it's sometimes because you don't have that strong Wi-Fi connection. And so I want to tell you, mm. I feel like sometimes when we don't reset our mind, just like anything that we own, sometimes you got to unplug it for a little bit. You got to hit the reset button or you have to power That's it good. off for a moment is that if you're feeling like, God, I'm not hearing you lately, you have to set the reset button in your mind. It's just like if you would care for your phone, um, which, uh, you know, in this century, we can't live without our cell mm -hmm. phones glued to our hand. I have mine right now to my hand <laughs> because I'm reading uh, notes and I have my verses. But why wouldn't we do the same for our mind? Hit that reset button so that we can say, God, what are you saying? Because my mind is full with so many things that I want to hear you clearly so that you're no longer stuck, so that you're no longer on buffer mode. You're mm. no longer on waiting mode. Like, okay, I'm still in the same thing. We'll try hitting the reset button and it's okay. What does the reset look like? Like, Judy, tell me practically. The reset comes in rest. The reset comes in turning it off. The reset comes in maybe powering off the news the, and, and putting mm. on worship. The reset comes in, you know, like Joey said, the power of your words, telling yourself something else instead of what you're seeing. Mm. So you may need to reset something to its original place, its original position, and you may um, need to do something, you know, maybe something that's broken or something that's out of line needs to be realigned. And in Christ, rest in his presence is the reset button for our souls. Mm. It'll allow our spirits to gain momentum again without con the consequence, uh, the consequence, only a benefit of a refreshed mind. When we reset, we can hear again. Oh, mm. I love that. You know, I, I, I love how you were, you were talking about resetting your mind. Yeah. One of the things that, that has been proven um, in science and whether it was, you know, it, whether it's in, in, in your belief system as a Christian or whether it's just your belief system and understanding what it is to reset meditation is is a foundational thing that helps us to reset our minds when we meditate and, and i'm going to be careful because i know there might be some people that are that are thinking this is sitting there christian and be like what do you mean meditations of the devil you know right um, emptying your mind and being open to anything is not good 
but but allowing your mind to be still and allowing God to speak to you in the quietness is meditation. Yeah. And so and there's scriptures on meditation. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It says meditate on my word daily. I mean, uh, yeah. you know. So so I want you to hear this. Now, meditation is always hindered by by traffic in your thought life. And so I want you to think back. If you've had difficulty calming your mind, stilling your heart, and being still with God, then that probably means that you have a heavy traffic in your mind. Have you ever driven, you know, at least in Arizona, we have I-10. I-10 is the busiest freeway that we can deal with. And like at 5 p.m. and like at 7 a.m., it can get jam-packed. So that means... Cars are bumped up next to each other. They're, they're moving really slow. It's because it's the highest amount of people that where people are coming on the freeway and not exiting as much. And the same thing happens with our thought life. And so our mind is always controlled by our thoughts. And what happens is, is that when we understand triggers in our lives, we can understand when we're having high traffic in our thought life and things will not move right in our mind and free us up to rest and reset if we allow and do not monitor our thought patterns. And so, you know, there's a scripture talks about that, that we should take every thought captive unto the obedience of Christ. What that word means is it means that we have to recognize and be aware of a thought as it comes in. And we have to be able to determine, is that something that's going to help us move forward? Or is that going to be something that's going to traffic jam us up? And we have to be able to determine what to do with that thought pattern. You cannot just take that thought and, and say, accept it as, as, as reality. You have to analyze it, work it through, and give it to God so that you can actually free your mind up so that you can do the things that you're called to do. Amen. Every thought that you have is not need to be owned by you. And so I want you to hear that. And with that, I want you to understand when you start to be aware of your thoughts and you don't rest on those thoughts that are yeah. negative too long, yeah. what happens is, is you're allowed to meditate, which just helps you to reset your mind. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. And I remember, you know, anytime that you spoke or preached on the mind, there was always attacks. There oh, was always the warfare. And so I just want to tell you too, um, whoever's listening, that if you feel mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm finally going to, you know, try something new, I'm going to try resetting, and you begin to feel like that tug of war or that, um, you know, the depression increasing mm. or the fatigue increasing or whatever it is that you're feeling, to push through that. I'm not telling you to mm. ignore it or pretend it's not there. Push through it. Um, and, and ask the Lord, God, reset my mind. God, you know, let me power off for a moment because why am I feeling, um, you know, blue and gloomy and all these things or, um, why can I hear you clearly? And again, it's so good to have that reset button. And sometimes it's just so good to have a silent moment with God. So good to have a silent moment with yourself and you don't always have to hear and you don't always have to talk just appreciate mm-hmm. and be be reverent before him and it's so healing and so it just reminded me of when I was 10 years old and I was racing someone I got out of the bus the school bus and I was trying to beat my friend home my shoelace was untied and when I jumped this little bar bridge I like tripped over it and I blacked out I landed on the street on 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 the the pavement and my face landed sideways my arm landed a completely different way and I remember waking up and I was holding my arm like dragging it but I blacked out for a moment and I saw myself still running home and so (laughs) I was like oh then I got up I was like oh I guess I passed out and I went home my face was bleeding my mom was freaked out and I was like mom who cares about my face look at my arm and I could barely lift it it was so so like loose and limber 
And sure enough, yes, they ended up taking me to the hospital and my arm was broken and fractured and the size grew. My, I was really, really skinny when I was 10 years old. Spandex were loose on me. <laughs> and now it's like, that. I wish that would happen. <laughs> no, I was yeah. I wish. But, you know, um, I was really, really thin. And so my elbow was bigger than my knee. And so that's just to tell you the bruising, the swelling. It took months of therapy, physical rehab, and all these things to just be able to unbend my arm again because yeah. it was on a cast for so long that I couldn't even unbend it or anything like that. And so... Before I knew it, it was weird because my other elbow started popping and I didn't have issues with my broken bone. Mm. And I, I began to, to learn throughout school and biology and science that when a bone is broken and it's reset, it grows back stronger. Mm. Come on. And I was like, wow, well, I don't want to break every bone to have yeah. something reset. Don't test that theory. But I want to tell you that it is in those moments of resetting that the resetting and where you feel broken, where God can come into those broken areas, like he says that he's close to the brokenhearted and Mm. you will come out stronger. You're not going to come out weaker. You're not going to be this person where you think like, well, I just always struggle. Uh, My mind is always a struggle or this, or my relationships are always a struggle. You're going to come out stronger if you allow him to reset those broken bones, those broken spiritual bones that you're struggling with. I love that. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things that helps support when you reset is to bring good stability yes. alongside of what you've been reset in. And so sometimes what happens is when we have our minds, um, let's say we have toxic uh, toxic thoughts and our minds visit places that probably we don't want it to visit because it's not conducive to our life being productive and moving forward. But I love how you said when the bone grows back and it resets it grows back stronger yeah i believe it grows back stronger when you have proper support like when you broke your arm and they reset it what did they put around it a A cast cast. right the the cast Mm -hmm. supported the reset Mm -hmm. and so the question i want you to i want you to ask yourself is that when you're taking a moment to reset your mind whether that's rest whether that's That's coaching or therapy or or counseling or or meditation or or just worship whatever it is that you're resetting what are you surrounding around that reset to support it's strong it's it's growing straight it's growing strong and keeping it in place because what happens i think a lot of times is we go through the hard work of the pain of getting to work in a right place or getting our mind right but then we don't put up the right methods around us the right support system the right people come on i want somebody to hear that the right people with the right words around you because sometimes we can take ourselves on our thought toxic thought lives and change it but then we continue to surround ourselves around toxic people right and so how do you feel when who who, yeah you're around your crowd you know do you feel better or do you feel like more defeated come on do you get back do you get back to that old right thought pattern yeah. And you know, with you saying that, I love that. Like it, it requires the strong, the proper support mm. and depending on the severity of the break determines how long you need the support for. That's right. And so if some of you are like, well, I've been in counseling for a long time or, um, how long am I going to need this for? Well, that depends on, you know, how, how deep do you feel these wounds? How far do you want the Lord? Are, are you willing to expose all the junk and say, Jesus, just take it all. Let's just mm-hmm. go back. You know, I'm tired of going through this. Let's just take it all out of here. Yep. And I want to say something that I had written here. My bone didn't fail me because it broke Mm. it was created to heal it didn't fail me because it broke 
I, I mean, I would be not human if it didn't break with this heart so of a falls I had. So I want to tell you that God didn't fail you because you broke. Mm. You all, were also created to heal. You were also created to heal. Mm-hmm. And he didn't cause it, but he created us um, in his image. And, be, and everything that we saw him go through, he, he healed. And he gave us hope. He gave us mm. uh, everything he did on earth. He said, uh, on earth, he said, you'll be able to do greater things. And so just know this. Some of you, I feel like you've been feeling inadequate. And you felt like, man, my body is failing me. Mm. My mind is failing me. Um, you know, maybe you did have a physical broken bone like I did. It didn't. It was your body and your mind is created to heal. Why? Because you were created by the healer. Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. So you're created to heal. You're created to overcome. You weren't created to stay stuck, stagnant, and feel like God failed you. He did not fail you. He wants to help you heal. I love that. I love that. So I I think it's, it's really good to take this moment really quick right now in the middle of the podcast and say, what do I, what am I healing in? What do I need healing in? Right. And how can I support my healing? Yeah. Um, I I love it. The prophet Joel says to people, the Israelites that are defeated in this scripture, they're feeling like they're just having to rebuild. Um, They were captured and and in captivity for years and years and years. And the prophet Joel, God speaks to the prophet Joel, and he says this, and Joel says it to the people. He says, let the weak say, I am strong. He knew that they were rebuilding an infrastructure. They were rebuilding their, their, their kingdom. They were rebuilding their people. And he knew that they were in a place of weakness because right. they were diminished. But they were right. in the progress. They were looking forward. Mm-hmm. But he know, God knew that he had to speak through the prophet Joel mm-hmm. to speak to the people. Yeah. Let the weak say, I am strong. Because your words will always create the atmosphere that you start to speak. And so whatever you've reset in, whatever you're healing in, I want you to know it's okay to speak encouragement. It's okay to speak prophetically to where you want your mind to be at, where you want your life to be at. Even when you feel like you have not arrived, even if you feel like you're just at the beginning, it's okay to say, I might be in the beginning, but I see myself strong. I see my mind being being firm and steadfast. I see myself being able to achieve and to go after the things that I know that I can. You have to be able to allow your words to speak your future. When you're resetting, when you're when you're healing, right. it's important to support your healing with prophetic words, with words of encouragement, with words of forecast. I love that. Have you ever watched the news? I used to love. I used to want to be a newscaster, um, <laughs> on the, uh, but the weather. I don't know why I was like. I thought it was really interesting. I could see you doing sports and like point, pointing at the weather, right? But I love that because they start to talk about the things that have not happened yet. Now yeah. they have evidence, right? They have things in cloud yeah. systems to be able to predict, but they all are speaking something that has not yet arrived. And so I want you to be a forecaster of your life and your mind. I want you to start to speak the things that have not evolved, that have not formulated yet. And just sit in expectancy knowing that they're going to come. That's so good. And, you know, sometimes the thing that can come between that is, is like is like shame from from speaking through mm, like well yep. you know i want to say this but i don't believe it because you have like that guilt or that shame keeping you through and like the verse i read earlier in the message in romans 8 1 of of god uh freeing you uh, from the the low-lying black cloud 
in the Passion Translation. Mm. It says, the case is closed. There is no accusing voice remaining for those in Christ Jesus. So um, don't try to reopen the case of what happened, what you did, etc. God doesn't. He doesn't He doesn't put you before um, a, a physical judge and says, this is what you're going to pay for. Like he literally says, the case is closed. When you mm. remain in me, when your mind remains in me, when your thoughts remain in me, when 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 your words and your lifestyle and and all those things remain in me, and no, there's no such thing as a perfect Christian. We all fall short. We all sin, but it's going back to the Father, going mm. back to Him, and shame keeps us from going back. Shame, if we don't reset, we can't go back to Him. But He's saying the case is closed. You do not have to reopen it. Yeah. There, you're not going to get tried for any of that. And so I want to tell you, he wants to reset you so that you can restart, um, so that you can restart again and you can finish what you've started. He mm. wants to reset you so that you can finish what you started. That's cool. So, so that good. you don't stay stuck. I love that. Last thing I want to share with you is this. You deserve to live the life that, that you've envisioned, that life that God's gifted you. Yeah. Um, but the thing that stands between the life that you know that you deserve than the, the, the life that you know that God set before you, right. before you were even a cell in your mother's womb, is your ability to think yourself there. So I want you to invite yourself to imagine again. Mm-hmm. Imagination is, is, to me, imagination is like nutrients to your mind. Every time you can imagine something, you can dream something, you can vision something, even if you're not living it, it's right. like providing vitamins to your mind. Amen. It keeps your mind hopeful. It says this, that hope deferred makes the heart what? Sick. Mm-hmm. It means that when you have a hope that's consent, consistently being right. restrained, consistently being held back, yeah. then your heart will become sick, which is just another word for saying you become sad or depressed or lonely. Right. And so when you allow yourself to hope, yeah. your imagination gives you hopefulness. Hopefulness gives mm-hmm. your heart wholeness, and wholeness helps to give you a life lived out in fullness. Amen. And so I want you to encourage yourself to embrace your imagination. Close your eyes for a second and envision yourself somewhere because when you imagine it, you have a hope. And when you yeah. have a hope, you have a future. And when you have a future you can strive towards it. That's so good. You know, and you talking about the, the, the heart and, um, and it, it becoming sick with, with the loss of hope. It just reminded me of, um, you know, I would struggle with really bad heart arrhythmia or heart Mm. palpitations. And I had a friend whose husband had, um, really bad heart arrhythmia to the point where they, they were like, Hey, if your heart doesn't go back to its normal heartbeat, we're going to have to um, use a defibrillator to reset it so that it goes back to a normal heartbeat. Wow. And so sometimes, you know, and the defibrillator, that's what it does. It shocks the heart with, with the electrical shock mm. um, so that it it stops it for a moment, but then for it to beat the way it's supposed to. And so that's the other thing that resetting our mind and our words and our frame of yeah. thinking does is it allows us to have the, the rhythm of God. It, it restores our mm. rhythm. It restores our spiritual rhythm. So if you're like, man, I feel like I'm behind. Or man, I feel like I was moving ahead and I didn't know I was so tired. It's like, man, have that reset. Have that spiritual defibrillator shock (laughs) and have that time out. Turn everything off. Take a pause. Take a pause and take a reset and begin to tell God, God, let me me be in spiritual rhythm with you. Let me be reset with you. Um, And he can. 
he can do that. Um, he wants to reset so that you can continue to finish what he allowed you um, to start and use you to rebuild, rebuild hope and share hope. And that's what we need now more than ever. Absolutely. So I just want to encourage you with that. Yeah. It's not too late. And to give everything that you've been feeling to God, you're not alone. We've been praying for you. I felt it. Yep. I felt things in the atmosphere. I know. I know Joey did too, and he talks and coaches people. Um, but you're not alone. We're agreeing, fighting for your marriage, for your sanity. Uh, we we pray open doors if you're without a job or if you need um, financial breakthrough. We declare that over you too, and anything else you're feeling. Yeah, uh, and I just I I feel like. I feel yeah. like we we need a healthy dose of of seeing ourselves succeeding yeah. again. Yes. There's been a lot of things good. on hold. Um, yes. Hold for your future. Hold for your family. Hold for your finances. Hold for your business. Mm-hmm. Hold for everything. And I feel like I need you. I want you to to imagine God loosening His hand. Yeah. And the hold is over. Amen. If you believe the hold is over, you'll live that way. If you live yeah. that way, you'll command the blessing and favor of God on your life. Amen. And so I just want you to be encouraged with that. And we just want to pray for your mind. So wherever you're at, I'm Judy's going to release a prayer over you, but I want you just to put your hand on your head and I want you to come into agreement with this prayer. Yeah, Lord, we thank you for a reset. We thank you, Jesus, as even we have hands over our own head, Mm -hmm. God. Thank you for resetting our minds and every listener, whether they're driving home, whether they're listening during their workout. Thank you for resetting their minds, Jesus for resetting everything. Let them power things off. Let them take a pause. Let them inhale and exhale. Let them have a reset God in their body. We thank you for healing their body, for healing their mind. We thank you for allowing, um, um, uh, serotonin God and um, and all the feel-good hormones to begin to flow right in the mind, Jesus, that maybe for some people they're like, God, I'm just tired of feeling sad. I'm tired of feeling lonely. Yes. I'm tired of feeling fatigue. Thank you for allowing everything neurologically to function well in their brain. Thank you for giving their body strength. Thank you for giving their spirits hope again. Mm. That like Joey spoke, like for anyone that has a, a sick heart that has lost hope spiritually we and physically, thank you, God, for resetting that and for allowing them to have hope again to continue to and thank you that there's no guilt in taking the pause there's no guilt in them stopping or turning things off thank you god for for healing the condemnation like just like we read earlier in your scripture god that the case is closed. You don't open that for those that are in Christ Jesus. So thank you that. And I thank you for even someone listening that is rededicating their heart to you. That they're like, God, I know I I got saved when I was 12, but it's time for me to rededicate my heart to you. I'm ready to live for you. I'm ready to have hope again, no matter what I see on the news or what's happening around me or the people that abandoned me, I'm ready to have that hope again. So we thank you for that, God. We bless every listener and we thank you that you are greater within them than anything of this world. We thank you for helping them push through these mind battles, for hitting the reset button and for allowing them to have the victory in Jesus name. Yeah. Amen. Well, we believe in you guys. You're worth it and continue to tune in. And share this with somebody that might need it this week. God bless you guys.